Yo, we back again. You know, we're getting a little bit more consistent and everything like that. So, uh, what's, what's up, everybody? It's been a long time. We shouldn't left you without a dope beat to step to. Shout out to Leah. Um, yeah, it's been a long time, guys. It's been a month. Uh, well, no, it's been about yeah a month. Um, so, as we said, we're going to probably try to decide on the cadence, and it's probably every month. So, let's just set that in stone right now um, until we get a regular cadence. Um, but we want to appreciate we. Want to say we appreciate you for your patience and your understanding and your uh, uh, acceptance and flexibility with us during this podcast. So, Brown, anything you want to say to the listeners? You know, just sit back, relax, and enjoy 2023. Um, I don't know what's going to happen in 2023. You don't know what's going to happen in 2023. Nobody knows what's going to happen. But what I do know is... 30 to Life podcast. We'll be putting out content. <laughs> okay. We're going to be putting out content. It's your boy Mookie. And your favorite color in the world. And we're the hosts of the 30 to Life podcast. Black life in America has been distorted through the media for decades. 30 to Life podcast aims to redefine the resulting negative representation of Black life by interviewing and highlighting Black professionals and entrepreneurs. So our question to you is, how are you redefining your Black experience? I just do I say, we're going to continue to redefine our Black experience. There we go. Like there we okay. go. All right. See. Yeah. See, we'll we be back, baby. You know, like, and we appreciate you guys so much. Um, but, you know. We got to update you on what's going on in our lives, right? Because we we got promotions. We I move me are moving. We working out. Like, Brad, what's up? Oh, it's a new year. Like, what's what's new for you for for twenty twenty three? Well, you know, since I got a little bit more free time, because you know, I don't work five days a week anymore. I still work full time, but I don't work five days a week anymore. So. Um, you know, on my off days, started working out with my wife. Uh, nice. You know, we take our son to daycare, so we got we got like about five hours just to ourselves. So you know, we'll have we'll have date breakfasts. We'll have uh, you know like you know brunches in the date car. Night. You know, it's you know it's it's, it's it, we're having fun again. You know, so it's it's this is this is good. It's real good. Um, started photography again because you know I got some time to to do things that fill me up. So I'm very happy nice. about that. You know, I bought a new camera, you know, you know, so, you know, the things, things are looking good. 2023, you know, start go off to a good start. Um, but yeah. How about you, sir? What's going on? What's new? I mean, you said a keyword, you said working out. So I started out okay, the working it. out strong, very strong. Nice, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm three weeks every day working out like first time. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Um, what kind of workout you doing? I I need to know your regimen. Like, walk me through this. Like, how did you build this okay. up? You know, what's up? You know, you know, I'm interested in this type of thing. All right. So I wanted to do something really complex, something really difficult to challenge the 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 fiber of the human being, right? So I decided just to do a push up challenge. So <laughs> a push up challenge. And in a sit-up challenge. So basically, I do push-up, sit-up push up every and sit-up challenge, you said? Yes. Yeah. So okay. I'm doing that every single day, right? The main reason I'm doing it this way is because I want to build up 
a habit, a routine, a consistency of me right. being physically fit. So I'm at 22 days now, I think, of doing that. Um, okay. So now I just now it's just like a part of like my everyday experience. So I'm hoping um, once we go into February, like, or it may be February already, that I continue doing it beyond this, right? Like I feel the 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 need to work out like at least three, four times a week. So that's the goal. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited because I want to redefine the dad bod. Now I get it, man. Listen, trust me. My weight has been fluctuating like a roller coaster for the past, since I've been married. <laughs> I get it. But the, the important thing is, you know, once I realize I've reached a certain threshold in my physique, when I walk past the mirror, like if I walk past the mirror, I'm like, damn, like I can't, like, <laughs> that's when I know I gotta, you know, reel it in and then I gotta get focused. But it's easy for me to get focused again. I just gotta just tune my brain in. Um, but yeah, I mean, did, I get it, man. Say you it's, got, it's, did anyone say you had got chunky or you put on some pounds? Anyone say that to you? No, 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 not in the past oh, okay. year and a half. No, I, I've been, oh, okay, I've been cool, good cool. for the past year and a half. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually at my marriage weight. I just don't have the physique that I had <laughs> when I when I first met my wife. I was like, yeah, man, man. I was looking at old pictures. I was like, damn, man, I got, I got to get back to that. But yeah, it's man, harder to get it's back, hard right? when you, yeah, because you got all these responsibilities, man. You got wife, kids, life. And then, are you finding that your parents need more stuff now? Like, I feel like five years ago, my parents they really need a lot, but like now, I feel like my parents need a whole, a whole lot. I mean, it's 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 all love though. But I think it's interesting how things just just change no one thing consistent with my parents is anything with technology i've been consistently i've been the person to solve the technology <laughs> issues so that hasn't changed it may Wait, have even your, increased your little oh. brother your little brother's no, there though no no no, no. I'd be, i'm the technology guy still so i'd be troubleshooting Dang. all all the way over the phone and everything like that and I'd be like, be on the they got to FaceTime me. They, they turn the camera around on one phone and then they FaceTime me on the other. And then I'm going to, to screen by screen with them on everything, anything and everything. And I just be like, I feel like, I feel like, so my bro, I'd be like, you slacking, man. Why am I doing this? So it'd be, oh man, we just, it, it just happened with the, with the, with the car and like the Bluetooth and like some reason it wasn't connected. Mm -hmm. It was saying it was connected, but so we went, I went through the manual. I went on the manual online for the car. I read it, I figured out the reset thing all through FaceTime. Like you would have been dying if you would have looked at me. Cause I'm like, I'm like, guys, I can't see the screen, move the phone or whatever like that. So I'm just getting mad. Cause I like, yo, <laughs> you would have been dying. Oh. All right, so what's the average time you spend on one of these uh, uh, tech talks <laughs> with your family? <laughs> I feel like I'm tech support. And you know, like, when they be trying to give you directions and you can't see anything sometimes, yeah, yeah. it'd be, like, the worst. <laughs> so I'll be that person. But I get paid for it. So so this last oh, one took, man. like, maybe, like, 20 minutes. And they had to, they had to call me back, right? Because I'm like, I'm like uh, let, me, let me, like, re-center re, re myself before I help <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to my parents. You know, they they get better with technology. So yeah, parents, parents are interesting. Parents definitely are interesting. Um, but they get old. Gotta love them, right? Like, gotta love them. And that you know, it's yeah. gonna be us one day. Like I feel like 
my daughter and son is going to say the same thing about me. And it's it's not going to be helpable. I'm not going to be able to help it because we just going to be old one day, man. Not not to say my parents are old, but we're going to be older and wiser and more seasoned and more stubborn. But, I, <laughs> but look at it like, but but with with our parents and, and their parents, they pretty much had the same technology. Right? Like when you like when you think about it prior to like let's say the last 10 years they had like pretty much the same technology right they had cable they had internet maybe some dsl the phone only took a picture that was it and everything like that like we gonna be better than our parents because we had look at look how much technology has changed like over the last like 10 years like we are in like the the meat of it so so yeah we're gonna be better you know our, our daughters and our sons gonna be like Oh, they're not too bad. I'm pretty sure it was worse when he was telling me about it. So, you know, it's all good. But yeah, our parents, right? You know, our parents, although we teaching them and doing stuff for them now, they taught us a lot, right? Which is the meat of our episode is, you know, what our parents, well, specifically our fathers, um, because as I was saying earlier, I had uh, did a Toastmasters and they randomly select guests and what came up uh, during that was they randomly asked questions to people while they were speak for speakers and they asked me like what three things my father had taught me about life or taught me in general and I was like oh that's that's a good episode we should kind of talk about so um yeah I wanted to kind of explore that on this episode today because you know we all you know sometimes you know we forget some of the life lessons right um just in our everyday life being busy and stuff like that but it's good to like think about it right because you want to make sure you pass on those experiences to your to your children um and then just reflect right and sometimes have you know a, a heart of gratitude for you know the things that our parents and uh mothers and fathers have done for us what's one thing well we're doing three things but i'm, I'm gonna start yep. off with i'm gonna start off with uh um something my dad taught me at a very young age and um and that is to be meticulous with things that you uh do for instance for example um he would say do it right the first time so you don't have to do it again right and that still rings a bell in my head to this day because i'm like when I'm doing something, I'm like, I want to, my, my, my instinct or my impulse is to just rush right through it. I try, I try to get done, done as fast as possible, but I have to take my time with it sometimes and reel myself back. And, and, and I remember what my dad said, like, just, you know, do it right the first time so you don't have to do it over again. And cause ultimately like I, I would rush through things and I'll have to do it over again. And, and I would take longer time than if I would just have taken my time the first time. So I know I know it's it might sound simple and and you know mundane and something very like menial, but I think for me, you know, knowing who I am, you know, wanting to just be quick with everything and try to get there as fast as possible, um, I think that was necessary for me to remember. No, that's that's a great life lesson. Um, you know, especially like when you think about the quote of like measure twice yeah. cut once yeah like that's that's exactly you know what Same it thing. is uh mm-hmm. and it's a, that's important because sometimes especially oh my god i mean if if it didn't resonate with you like when you were younger definitely today what 
so much going on yeah and this 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 uh area or arena or or atmosphere of instant gratification uh in society yeah. like it's just it's ramped up for everyone right and if you don't think about that um how like you know you can't you got to enjoy the journey you have to um think things uh in a thoughtful manner uh, so I I think that's great great advice and sometimes like to be honest like the most simple advice is sometimes the greatest advice in, in, in a lot of aspects. Yeah, like aspects. I used to like, like like that, that complex stuff, but like you're right, like some of the some of the the simplest parables are the most profound. And I don't know if it's because it could be so generalized or you know can be taken in so many different directions, but you know you're right. You know, you don't really have to be all complex. You don't. Not everybody has to be a uh, a W. E. B. Du Bois. You know, you could be somebody a lot more simpler <laughs> that I can't think of right now. <laughs> yeah, like it just remember, like when they were showing like Rosa Parks, and it'd be like she said no, right? And it's just like right. you know, no, so profound in that instance, right? Because you'll learn from it. Like everyone gets to a point where they had a limits, and you have to stand up for yourself, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, hundred percent agree. Um, if, okay. So for me, <clears throat> let's see, what's the one, um, I would say one of the things I learned from my dad really early on is like, be true to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, I guess the quote that I tie for it is like, you know, uh, if you can be anyone in the world, be yourself. And, you know, throughout my life, you know, I always saw my dad, you know, being the same person he was, no matter who was in front of him. Whether it's his whether, whether it's his yeah, boss, it's so true. Whether it's whether it's in front of me, it's in front of the Pope, in front of like uh yeah. you know, a celebrity, right? Like oh you remember those the celebrity stuff. Let's <laughs> go Yo, to the NBA stuff. Too. Um, and like, he's always been that way. Right. Like, and just navigating through my life. Like I always, you know, was like comfortable just like being myself or being like against the grain in instances, or just when it came to like decisions, it was like, okay, like, you know, I don't have to do what everyone else is doing. Um, and I, I, I grown to be, uh, I grew to be okay with that and, 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 when I was mm-hmm. in high school, college, or even like now today and stuff. So, you know, that's, you know, I always thinking like, if, you know, ever my dad got a reward, like that's the first thing I say. It was like, you know, my dad, any advice he say, like, I already know, like it's gonna be sweet and straight to the point, right? Like, you know, be yourself and don't F up, right? Like, <laughs> and stuff yeah, like that. Like, yeah, you know, it's just, yeah. you know, a um, hundred all the time. And, you know, yeah. if in nothing else and learn like, I got to be myself at all times. And, you know, he set that model for me. Being a black man, I think that and what he gave you is is monumental uh, because so many black men don't have that. And that's like also like uh, a moniker of why we need black fathers, like why black boys need black fathers. Like it's just necessary for their own self-awareness and their own trying to understand their purpose and who they are and what they are. And they also going to have to teach that to their children, you know? So, you know, kudos to you, kudos to your dad for, you know, teaching you that at a, at a young age. That's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, so, you know, 
I think I learned this next one like later in life. Um, I think I was mm-hmm. like going through something. Um, I, I can't remember like, exactly what it was, but I was going through something and I asked my dad, I was like, why, like, what, what do you do when you're like stressed out? Like, how do you, how do you handle your stress? Um, and I was just like going back and like thinking of like things that I know was stressful to him when I was younger. And he was, uh, and he said like, well, you know why I took up photography? Because I was stressed or, you know, when I started going to the gym, you know, it's because I was stressed. And I was like, hmm. And so that's when I first learned that you can get lost in, you know, art because, you know, it's it could be therapeutic um, or you can get lost in working out because, you know, it could be therapeutic. Um, you know, I think I maybe had to be in my early 20s when I caught that or I learned that. Yeah, it, it it's, it's really important to have like an avenue that allows you to escape or at least get to a place where you feel like centered. Um, and people find that like in sports, people find that in um, art, people find that in, you know, learning or education, people find that in traveling or um, as many avenues people find that in. And it, it's important, right? Because uh, you got to find things that give you joy. Um, and, you know, uh, through that process, right, you find what you like, don't like, and you, you're building another, I want to say, like, uh, skill indirectly in a lot of ways, right? Um, and, and you can and focus and hone on that, right? Just like if it's working out, like, you know, you build a muscle, right? If you're photography, for instance, for you, Brown, like, you know, you, you're becoming uh artists in a lot of ways but also like you know it could become a you know another stream of income indirectly as well where your passion lies with something that to give you ha- uh, happiness so and uh income so uh, i agree with that i think uh f- me like you know finding a hobby and things that you know find passionate about as well I always you know been on that journey and trying to figure it out and trying different things um to get to that place where you're like okay this is what i go to when you know i need to like refill myself, right? You know, because you pour it into all these other things, but you know, this one other area it gives you, um, it refuels you, and it's something like that doesn't add to your stress, right? It takes away from it. All right, all right. So yeah, I was thinking about this, um, and like, like following my father, um, like one thing, like he he always did was like have a job right like he he always had a job right um and it just like and and he always had a job but he always was like instead of like working hard it was like work smart right um indirectly like he taught me like that uh you don't have to work the hardest you got to work the smartest and um my dad, he, he, you know, had some former college, but he never had a, like a college degree. And I just saw him like have like these different types of jobs um, without having an actual college degree. Right. And before it was cool to like go into careers or, or do jobs without a college degree. Um, he was kind of doing that indirectly in like some of the like fields that he he worked in. Um you know, like when he was like a train engineer and stuff like that. And, you know, he, he didn't have to go, go to college for it, but he had to, you know, get learn and training and stuff like that. But I, I saw that and I, it, it like indirectly 
I always used to think like you had to go to school for something and you had to go, uh, and you had to go, get that job in that field. And over time, I learned that there's different ways to get to the same destination. You just don't have to take the traditional route. And I witnessed that just from like him, like just transforming to like maybe having, you know, uh, a regular job to him, you know, putting himself in a good place to retire um, without having, you know, a, a college degree. And I learned a lot about that. But also like from the jobs that I've had, I figured out, you know, how to work smarter versus like harder in a lot of ways. And he always had, that always was in the back of my mind, like how when I'm working, I'm like, I, you would see people work so hard and get not no recognition. And I'd be like, I can't, I wouldn't, I can't be that person. And just watching my dad navigate through all of his jobs and, you know, always getting praise or, you know, them, everyone liking him at his job and everything like that. I saw that, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, a way of navigating through the corporate America, although he wasn't, didn't necessarily have a corporate role as a way of navigating through your jobs without, you know, uh, your job taking advantage of you or you could take advantage of your job and still excel. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's why I'm like, I'm laughing <laughs> internally. <laughs> I want to buzz out laughing, but I know I know exactly what you're talking about. about. <laughs> but that does not align with the principles of the show, so we're not going to talk. <laughs> but um, you're going you know, to extract the knowledge out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> There's layers to that, people. There's layers. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, it's funny that you that you saved the the last one for like <clears throat> for work because I was gonna say my my dad's work ethic and um and just how he worked. So, for instance, my dad taught himself computers. Like he just picked up a book and got a computer and built it from scratch and learned how to do operating systems and then learned how to do network all all from reading and teaching himself. And, you know, for me seeing that at a young age and not really understanding the complexity of it until I got like maybe into my teens and early 20s, um, I understood that I shouldn't wait for anybody to teach me when there's the knowledge already there in a book. Like most of the time, all of the time, the answer to something is in a book. And now, you know, we have Google and now we have this new uh, thing called chat AI, chat GBT AI. I don't know if you've heard of that, but that thing is absolutely amazing. But anyway, we have all of these things now. <laughs> and literally, knowledge is at the finger at our fingertips. There's no reason to wait for anybody to teach you anything. If you're if you're literate, um, if you can read and write, you can learn anything in this day and age. And you know, my father helped me learn that. Like in, in, down to the simplest things. Do you know you can learn how to tie a tie from just from YouTube? Like there's, you can learn how to chew food from YouTube. There's, there's everything, anything that you want to learn and how to be a functional human being is on the internet somewhere. Just, just teach yourself. There's no reason to wait for somebody else. Yeah, that's it's that's a hundred percent true. Right, we can we can learn on the lazy path now, right? Like we don't have to like you know read it in a book. Like you go to YouTube, you can go to Google, you can find uh communities where they learn about stuff together like it the knowledge is so 
um, accessible now to the masses. Um, now it's been democratized, to be honest with you, um, from like the internet. So, you know, you finding that, that lesson of your father teaching that, I think, uh, showed like whenever you had like an interest in like a topic, right. You like sought after that knowledge, like a laser, right. Like you were laser focused in that because your dad, you know, taught you like seek the knowledge, right. And you followed that. Right. And that's, I think that's how you move from topic to topic. Right. I remember when, when you were in your, the, your huge health uh, phase and like you learned all this stuff, right. In a short amount of time. And, and you could see like, yo, like, you were just hungry for that knowledge in, in that instance. Yeah. And it definitely, you know, I can see that, you know, just from, you know, the way your dad was as well. So yeah, definitely. That's a good one. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause you're like, you, you know, you're, you're a dad obviously now. And, uh, you know, you realize that you teach them things that you don't realize <laughs> you're teaching them. Um, like I notice it with my daughter and some of her habits versus my son picking up some of my <laughs> habits. And, you know, that could be a good or a bad thing. And I think I mentioned that before on the show, but it's like, it's so evident every day. It's like, you have to be so aware of almost every everything because they're picking it up. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say it again, that could be a good or a bad thing. Um, you know, I think of my habits, um, you know, a lot of them come from my parents. Uh, so, you know, people that have a lot of children, I don't know how you do it. God bless you all. Because <laughs> uh, I got two and I'm just, I'm stressed, y'all. I'm just stressed. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a beautiful stress, but it's still, it's stressful. Yeah. What, what's something that you uh, picked up uh, that, that your daughter or your son picked up from you? That's like just funny when you think about it, or or better yet, something that you did, uh, that your father did, that you now did do that your your children do now. Is there anything? You know, I think. It, what could I say that my dad ain't gonna give me? <laughs> um, um, I would say. You know, what? I'm gonna say. Yo, just just goofy. Like, like both my parents are goofy, but my dad is a silly goofy. My mom has a goofiness that just likes to laugh at everything. So, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I think the silly part of my the goofiness is passed down to to all of my children because all of my all of us are goofy. Um, but then I have to say the same thing about just loving to laugh like that. Is both yeah, just just that. I think all that comes from the, from them because they're just goofy in two separate ways, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, nah, that's that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I I can echo those sentiments to like the silly. Like my dad is a jokester, jokester, right? Like always doing like exactly uh, pranks and stuff like that. <laughs> And like I, exactly. I do it right. Like, like, let me tell you this one time because I was mad scared. So my dad used to, you know, like, you know, try to scare me or anything like that. Like I'm walking somewhere and he's hiding and he go boo or something like that, right? So <laughs> I saw I did that to my daughter and my wife and everything like that. So <laughs> let me tell you this thing. Like it was just, it, like 
So I was brushing my daughter's teeth, right? And I went to go get something out of the room and I come back and she's gone, like the thin air, right? Thin air. And I'm like, where the heck did she go? I look around for like another two minutes. I'm like, where the heck did she go? So then I'm like, yo, where's my daughter at? Or whatever, right? I'm freaking out, right? And I'm like, did I leave the door open? Did somebody snatch her? It literally, she disappeared like in like five seconds. So I'm not even lying. And I go open the door. I yell, I'm like, yo, where are you? Whatever, right? I come back, right? I'll go, I'm like, I don't know where I noticed. What she said? <laughs> All you see is like a blanket, right? Like my daughter hiding underneath a blanket, right? And oh, I'm still man. not seeing this, but my wife's seeing it, right? And I'm like, God, yo, where's she at? <laughs> and then she's over there and she's just dying or whatever like that. And I'm like, I was like, yo, you, yo, why you do that to me? I'm like, I ain't doing this no more. Forget that. I'm like, I done or whatever like that. She had me losing my mind. So yeah, she's a, she, yo, she be, she'll joke with the best of them and stuff like that. So, but yeah. It's crazy. crazy. Kids, man. Kids. Yeah. Uh, they annoying, but they're beautiful and you love them. You got to love them. Just like parents. Oh, and we're, yeah, we're stuck yeah. in the middle somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we're just, we're the same uh, generation, as they say. Um, But, uh, yeah, the last one, you know, because we're hitting, we hitting that 30-minute mark out here. or uh, so. I think that was um, three already. Oh, that was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and yeah. just lastly, I just want to say that, you know, my my dad taught me like, you know, to protect and provide uh, for your family. Right. Like I always oh. felt like he provided and always felt like he would protect our family uh, just growing up or anything like that. So um, really appreciate, you know, everything that he taught me and, you know, really appreciate him for cutting my umbilical cord. Shout out to you, Pops. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you know, same and just, just thankful for, for for my dad and all the dads out there that are doing the thing. You know, it's it's tough being a dad. Uh, you know, we always hear about it's tough being a mom, but you know, it's tough being a dad. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Being a dads dad. matter too. All dads matter. Just being a good dad is tough. <laughs> you know, being an involved dad is tough. Um, it's it's a heavy weight to carry but you know those of us that do it we do it well oh we got a brief set talk about that weight of being a dad like that's always on you like the moment uh. you became a came a father like i know they always say like you know moms are always worrying about their kids but dad's got that that burden that they're always thinking about too so you know it's and it's i don't yeah it'll never go away because it's, it's always there like i remember from when my daughter was born to today, I still got that 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 like mission or burden to you know make sure my family is always okay and stuff like that. So, um, yep, it's real. So shout out to the dads. Yes, sir. I agree. Yes, yes. So shout out to the dads. Shout out to our listeners. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Thirty to Life podcast. It's your boy Mookie. And your favorite color in the world, brown. 30 to life. We out. Peace. Okay.